This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you're new to the show, welcome. We are going to be having a little straight talk today. We are our topic today is going to be is your financial advisor a service or a commodity? And before we jump into that though, I just wanted to say, if you are new, please go visit my website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. While you're there, you can actually sign up for a complimentary discovery call. We can do that face-to-face or online. And also go to the radio page because we record these shows and there is something on almost every topic. You know, we're talking about something from IRAs to Medicare to, to simple plans. You know, if it's out there, we've done it. Because I think setting yourself up for success, it's not about a lack of information. It's that there is so much information out there and it starts with being able to ask good questions so that when you sit down with your financial services professional, you can really say, here's what's going on in my life and here's what I think might be good. And then you can have that conversation so that you develop something that works for you specifically. So that's kind of what it's all about. You can give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. At 719-210-4242. So before we jump into today's topic about, you know, is your financial services professional a service or a commodity? I wanted to see how my amazing co-host Tony Shore is doing. Tony, what's up? (laughs) I'm doing great. I just, uh, it's funny thinking of a financial services professional uh, as a commodity. I'm like, well, Chris is a hot commodity. I I know that you, (laughs) I love Chris. Uh, We got to have him on the show again. So um, I know you and Chris work hard to meet with people and you guys have been busy. I've been busy too. Uh, I've been really busy. This is a really busy time of year for me. Um, just uh, not only with family stuff, but work uh, it gets really busy this time of year. As we head into spring, it's kind of a busy time. It's tax season, and mm-hmm. I'm just doing a lot of, um, you know, voiceover work for tax-related things. And, of course, it, the inflation issue has just and, – and the horrible situation in the Ukraine has just – uh, really uh, been on everybody's minds. And, you know, you, we've been mentioning it, Tara, I'm glad you brought it up the last couple of shows, inflation, you know, yep. um, uh, gas expense. And you, you can't you can't really do a show without talking about inflation these days because it's on everybody's mind. Um, I just, all social media is just full of people p- taking pictures of the prices of the gas pump at this point. So, right. so uh, you know, it's just like, wow. Okay. Um, that's interesting. And uh, I know that uh, this is going to be a good show though. I've been so swamped though. How about you? Are you and Chris because of all this tax season and everything you've probably been talking to people more than usual, haven't you? Oh yeah, the spring for and for my business, the spring and then the fall are always like the biggest times because you know people like to take the summer off and have downtime with their kids, and then you have the holidays. But yeah, so now is definitely when everyone's like, "All right, 
it's time to get down to business and take care of those ankle biters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I'm interested to hear first, I think, to answer your question, is a financial services professional, uh, are they a commodity? Uh, or how do you, it depends on how you, a service, is it, is the question, are they uh, a valued service or a commodity? I think it's how you define commodity. People, maybe we need to all get on the same page. What is a commodity? So, yeah, that's a great, great uh, thing to do, Tony, is in this example, I'm just talking about a commodity is something that you can get anywhere and you just want to look for the cheapest price. So, like, you know, a great example is a hamburger. Yeah. You can get a hamburger anywhere. And so that's the commodity. And, And so what makes it a service then comes down to the location. And, you know, what's unique about this hamburger versus, you know, McDonald's? or Burger sure. King or whatever. Yeah. And and so I just want people to kind of be thinking about that because I, you know, Tony, I always like to, to turn things on their head a little bit and get people thinking, um, you know, with your financial services professional is, can you walk into any any place that's got someone who's got a shingle out and you're gonna get the exact same thing from every financial services professional. If you feel like that's true, then you kind of are think that, you know, your financial people are just commodities. Yeah. Like you just need to go pick one off the shelf. Sure. And and if, if that's how you kind of view it, then you definitely are going to be in that place of just, you know, fee shopping and you're not going to be looking for somebody who's going to be adding value. And just like with the restaurant, like think about it, Tony, um, can you think of any place that you go eat that when you think about it, the food may be not amazing, but it's just such a nice place and the people take good care of you. It's just kind of like you're, you're local. Yep. Yep. I know of places like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, There are a few local places that are exactly like that. The food's just okay, but either the location or the people there are so uh, helpful and friendly. That's why you go. And it's just the service. And and I, I, by the same token, I have some places where the food was excellent, but I just will never go back because it was loud and uncomfortable. And, and so, just kind of thinking about that. I think one of my favorite um, expressions, you know, I love comedians and Jerry Seinfeld was talking about, you know, the check, why does the check come at the end of the meal? And that's when you do the tip because, you know, when you're, when you're anticipating the meal and you're hungry, you, you'll pay anything. Yeah. <laughs> but when, when you're done and you're full and, you know, right. put their cigarette out in the mashed potatoes, yeah. you don't feel like paying anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's so true. That's and so true. So many servers wish they could have gotten their tip up front. <laughs> but we were kind of talking about this up front, Tony. And I, one of the things I'm wrestling with is, you know, writing my book is it's it's like been a process of like really going deep and going what is it that I actually do and you know I've always said you know stocks bonds mutual funds annuities those are all just tools and and I fully believe that because what I offer Tony what I do for people is create the plan and -hmm. with my military logistics background it's about the plan and you know when the market's good and and rates return are good you don't need a plan because everything works and planning, and I was thinking about it for the military, planning is all about what do you do when stuff goes wrong? <laughs> That's where your plan comes right. into play. And, and, and so with my, and I'm trying to figure out like how to really explain to people like the stock, you know, historically the market will earn about 10% at rate of return, you know, and I have quarters where, you know, my clients have done way better than that. And then you have quarters where they do way worse than that. But the average sure. is about 10%. Sure. 
and what is powerful though, Tony, is that I look at, at creating a plan that's got downside protection. What do you do when the market is going to go down? We're, right. and we have the conversation like, okay, we're not going to panic. We're not going to pull all of our money out. We're not going to, you know, we talk about how we're going to respond. And that's, that's the value that I bring when I'm working with, as a financial services professional with people is how do you deal with the things that come at you? And like right now, who would have thought a year ago that there was going to be something worse than the pandemic happening in the world? Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought that our economy could be affected? First, we had the pandemic. Then things, our economy got better. At least here in the U.S., the economy was was starting to go strong, uh, and we're finally getting over the worst of the pandemic when uh, the Ukraine situation happens and inflation happens. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's crazy, isn't it? I, I mean, but you have to have a plan in place to deal with these things. So your clients are set because they have a plan in place. And the beginning of this year, the market was the worst it's been in a long, long time. Uh, the market's been more volatile than it has been in years. And so people are concerned about that. And at least since uh, March of 2020, when the pandemic first hit, the, the markets had a volatile uh, few months. But the, now it's really been volatile this year so far. But how do you protect against that market volatility, especially for people in retirement, right? Exactly. It's always it's easier to absorb these these things that life throws at you when you're still working because you're still got money sure. coming in. You've got new money coming in. And then it, it becomes definitely more of a challenge once you're actually spending that nest egg. And, and so this is where, you know, with my clients, I'm always looking at what's happening in the world and, and communicating with them and, and looking and saying, hey, are we positioned correct? Because, wow, the, the world did this. So now we need to adjust. So what was working yeah. two years ago, we're going to make some adjustments now. Sure. And, yeah, and so the question I would ask, you know, the next question I think I would ask people listening is, and there's no right or wrong here, Tony. I'm just, I want people to just be thinking. And, you know, do you want your financial future, do you want that to be based on transactional decisions or do you want to grow with someone who's invested in your success? Right. Exactly. You you want to you want somebody who can uh, work with you, not just make uh, commodity decisions or just transactional uh, but somebody who actually will look at the long term and be with you for that entire time horizon, right? Yeah. And just let me give you like a simple example is we had a client a few years ago that came to us. They didn't have um, any pension coming, but they did. They didn't in their 401k had about one point seven million dollars. But that's all they had. And they knew that they were going to go full time RVing. And, you know, those things are expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so you know, we're looking at, you know, how does money grow? And you, you talk about, you know, some people don't like fees because you're going to, you don't have as much money to invest. They were looking at right off the top, taking out about 200,000 minimum and, and just buying that RV, which, you know, as soon as you buy it, it's lost its value. And so they were setting up themselves to be $200,000 in the hole from what they had as they were growing for retirement. And so we said, okay, well, got it. Oh, I understand you are going to buy that RV. So that's going to happen. So then we said, yeah. so, so how do we do it? Because, yeah. you know, you want your money in the market. Cause we talked to them. They are like, we don't want annuities. You know, we want to have growth. And so I said, okay, so, um, but you, that's all your money is in the market. It's all red. So you don't have that balance for the rule of 100. 
But I said, well, let's look at a strategy where maybe we can um, do some life insurance that will let you be able to have that money, have some cash value growing that you can have access to if you want to buy that RV. But the other thing, the other hole you have in your plan is you don't have any kind of long-term care protection. So if one of you, mm. you know, gets ill, so they had a lot of holes in their plan. So they had the sure. 1.5 million and they knew they were going to spend the money, but they didn't have long-term care protection. You know, they weren't super healthy. So I was anticipating there might be some, some medical issues. And if you don't have any kind of insurance for medical issues, where does that money yeah. come from? Right. And people may be thinking right there, I want to interject, that if you're thinking Medicare will cover it, Medicare, number one, it's still, there's a cost for Medicare. And number two is it doesn't cover everything. So, right. <laughs> and so, so what I was able to do was we took about $200,000 of their money. We shifted that so that they could buy the RV, but then Tony, that money is green, right? Because once it's inside the insurance, it was guaranteed. So they had a really nice balance. So we had about 1.5 million in the market with um, active money management with downside protection to make sure that they were being protected there. So that's a pretty unique thing. But then we also got some balance over there. And then guess what, Tony? Now, when we're in this situation, I didn't, you know, obviously I didn't know we were going to be going into a war and having inflation go up, but now they have also some protection because some of their money is safe. And then, you know, we've created all this balance. And so if you were trying to, if they were trying to do that by themselves, do you think that they would have built in these, these things to protect themselves? No, no, of course not. And uh, yeah, I mean, they, they wouldn't have, uh, and most people would not. So uh, I think that's really a, a great example that you just gave, because there are so many things that are unknown to most people when it comes to financial planning. There's so many ins and outs. You want somebody, especially if you're planning for retirement, you only go through retirement once, and you're only <laughs> going to make these decisions once the average person, right? I'm only going to make the, but Terry, you go through this every day with clients. You go through this process over and over and over and over. And that's what people, it's the experience. It's like your, your example last week of a doctor, you're not paying him just for his time. You're not paying him an hourly rate for his time. You're paying him for all those years of experience and education and schooling uh, to help you avoid making mistakes. You don't want to diagnose yourself. I mean, I might think, oh, I've got a common code. I might go in and say, oh, no, you've got this or this, and it's much more serious, and you need you know, antibiotics for this, or you might have walking pneumonia. So it's like, it's crazy that, you know, you don't want to misdiagnose your own finances, which you would do right and left or take other people, friends advice. You don't want to do that either because uh, there are so many unique things to your situation and uh, mistakes that you don't know about that you could make. But Tara, that a financial professional who's been doing it, who's trusted, you know, the pitfalls and the mistakes to avoid. And that's why you want to work with a trusted financial services professional. And this isn't just a plug for you to tell people, hey, work with me. Uh, This is a work with a financial services professional. Find one that you can trust and and like. And and for some of our listeners out there, that might be you. And they, they should get an opinion from you and Chris. So. You know, you just reminded me, like when I was first learning to fly, the instructor I had, he said, okay, well, when you first get in the airplane and you're a young pilot, you're issued two bags. You get a bag of luck that's full and you get a bag of experience that's empty. 
And your job is now to fill up that bag of experience as quickly as you can before the bag of luck runs out. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's great. I love that. Yeah, because the luck's going to run out at some point. You're going to need that experience. Well, you just think about it. So, I mean, what makes what you know, writing the book, there's what makes it so complicated is you you make your plan today. But here's yep. the thing is laws keep changing, taxes keep changing, your personal situations keep changing. So you may sit down today and and do all this research and read all these books and make this amazing plan and then 5 years from now all of the the assumptions have changed. And and so this is why you know, with that bag of luck and bag of, of experience, you can try to get that experience yourself, or this is when you bring an expert onto your team who has that experience that can help you keep modifying and adjusting and changing. So that way you're not on the hook because, you know, I don't know how you are, Tony, but most people have their own jobs. They don't need, to, they don't also want to be financial planners. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I don't want to be a surgeon. I'm not going to do my own surgery. I don't want to be a financial planner. I want to leave that up to the professionals. Just exactly. like I don't, I don't want to be a CPA. <laughs> right. I, I, right. I, I, I have my CPA keep me updated so I know the rules, but I don't want to sit there with the spreadsheet and put all that together. Not for no, me. No, exactly. Well, hey, let's take a moment here, uh, Tara, to let our listeners know how they can set up a consultation with you to see if it's something uh, that they would like to do or use you for their financial professional. Sure, Tony. So the best way to get a hold of Chris and I is to give us a call at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. And I'd encourage you to go to our website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And you can check out and see, you know, who we are, what our backgrounds are. And, and the big picture is, is do you want to have help creating your financial future and someone who's going to be with you for the journey or are you just looking for something transactional? If you're looking for that relationship that's going to keep setting you up for success every single year, that's who we want to work with, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And Tara, I think that's uh, amazing. Listeners, pick up the phone, give Tara and Chris a call and set up that complimentary consultation uh, to see if that's uh, where you're at and what they might be able to do to help you moving forward with a plan. And if you're not yet in retirement, you want a retirement plan. And maybe if you're in retirement, it's time to get a second opinion on where your finances are at uh, to make sure moving forward, uh, you're going to have what you need. And I, I just think that's so key uh, because like you said whether it's the you're getting ready to retire and you want to get that rv or you want to prepare for health care costs in the future you want to hedge, hedge against inflation there are so many and the list goes on and on minimize your tax burden and uh, understand your required minimum distributions and uh, Roth IRAs and conversions. So uh, there's a lot going on. And what do I do with that 401k when I retire? How is How do I live on that? That's a big question that most people do not know how to do because we're used to, I know how to accumulate. I can contribute to a 401k or an IRA or save money in some account somewhere. Uh, but what do I do when I retire? Because then I've got to figure it out. And if I didn't have a plan before, for retirement on what's going to happen, uh, it's not going to be work out as well. <laughs> that's for sure. You, you should have a plan in place well before you retire. That's for sure. I, I, you know, I highly recommend it. And, and so I want to touch base about, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why do I need a plan? You know, I just need to save as much as I can. 
And, you know, as long as I'm working and, you know, in the Air Force, we called it operational risk management. So every time before we would go fly, we would look at all the factors that might be just down to like, you know, how much sleep did everybody get? And, you know, the, the condition of the airplane, all the different things. And we would have a score for every mission. So we knew like, you know, if we were pretty, pretty good or if we were need to really be on our toes because we had some extra risk factors in there. Mm-hmm. And, and I think people forget about that, Tony, with their financial plan is because when you're working, you're just making money. So it's not immediately obvious if things are failing and it doesn't become sure. very obvious until you retire. And, and so I would ask you if you're listening to think about how do you deal with uncertainty and change? And, and so Tony, I was, I was doing a podcast interview with a good friend of mine who actually lives in Taiwan. He's the young software engineer guy and they're big into like a lot of his buddies are into cryptocurrency. And he was so funny. He told me, he said, I am so glad that I have my money in the market with a broker because about once a month, I get real, you know, it'll be like 10 o'clock at night and I get real excited and I want to cash out all my money and go buy cryptocurrency. (laughs) And he said, I am so grateful that I have a person there that goes, are are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. And, or let me tell you the the pros and cons of that. Yeah, right, let's, let's spell just, it out. Yeah, let's just talk through that. You can do it if you want, but let's just talk through. Is that really the decision you want to make? Sure. And and so that's what having that plan does is you can't you don't have a crystal ball to know when the market's going to go up or down, but we do know it will go up and down. And so you don't wait until the market drops to go. Oh crap! What am I going to do? You think about that ahead of time and say, hey, you know, the market's gonna do this up and down. How am I gonna handle that when the market's going down? What's my plan? What money am I gonna spend when the market's down so that I let the market grow? And, you know, the thing is a plan, Tony, it accounts for risk. It accounts for Murphy's Law, right? Sure. <laughs> Have That's you met right. Murphy's, Murphy's Law? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You met> Murphy? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think Murphy's Law is a technology law to computer law same difference if something can go wrong with technology it usually does but yes murphy's law and so i mean that's what a really good plan and having that relationship works because you know when when things are working and chugging along you don't need a plan but then you know what happens you know do you know anyone that's ever lost their job or just said you know what i'm fed up i i can't work here anymore yeah or you know, the pandemic for a lot of companies that were really relationship heavy and meeting people, the pandemic made companies have to totally re-envision how they did their business. That's true. And so, and you can do that, but that, you know, that doesn't happen overnight. So that takes some time. And Tony, do you, um, do you ever know any of your friends that have had a partner die? Oh yeah. Yep. The loss and, of a spouse is tough. And, you know, that's, that's, you know, we can talk about that. That's like, I have a lot of um, widows that come. And the thing is, is when you're married, things are usually okay. Yeah. But if you lose a spouse, your expenses didn't get cut in half because there's only one person. But you did lose that income and that's You You lost that income, but you still have to pay for your rent and your electric bill and your gas and your, all your basics of living don't really change. And I have a lot of couples that they, and it's not fun. No one wants to look at those kind of things, but that's what a planner does is a planner says, (laughs) life is good. We want to keep life good. Well, let's just take a minute to look at the worst case scenarios and go, what are we going to do if? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people uh, lose a spouse and then they really struggle because they're not, especially if they're not working with a financial services professional, right? Well, especially yeah, if they weren't the person that managed the money and they don't know how it goes. But people forget, like when when a, as the usually the the primary breadwinner passes, if there was a pension, it either goes away entirely or it's it's reduced. You, you're down to one social security. So you're, you can go from being very comfortable to being living on a, a very strict budget. Sure. And, sure. And, and you, you had a story, uh, you, you were, you mentioned you had a story about a widow uh, that uh, you wanted to talk about, about a widow that became penniless. Is that true? Well, it, it, it's not almost living below the poverty line. Oh yeah. So they were they were living very large. They they had a good uh, pensions coming in. But you know when you're making those decisions, you know when you're younger about your pension, like do I want to have you know all my pension now or do I want to leave some some percentage for my spouse if I pass? Yep. They had elected. He elected to um, he took it all now and oh, and didn't leave yeah. anything for her. She had uh, been a stay at home her whole life, so she didn't have any social security of her own. So oh. when he passed, I mean she was down to his. She went from having almost eighteen thousand dollars a month, Tony, to a less about three thousand. Wow! And so these things can happen. And so what I just want to make sure is that you want to know, and that's what the whole process of planning and looking at everything is. Yeah. You want a you plan want, in place to deal with that. Yeah. You want to go through and 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 Tony, I look at like over twenty seven different things to identify the gaps. Like you don't fix what's working; that all stays the same but you identify the holes. So that way you're not one medical experience, unexpected car accident. You don't want to be one emergency away from having financial ruin. Yeah. That's what yeah, planning that's is tough. about. Yep, exactly. And so planning is so important. So uh, what else do you have? We have time for probably one more point on this topic. Well, you know, just everybody feels like, to, well, it's not going to happen to me. And I just wanted to share this last story is that there was a a couple that I knew they were, you know, living their best life because she was a trust fund baby. So she had a stipend. He had a great job. They were on track. They were going to retire by the time they were like 59, 60. And Tony, no kidding, out of the blue, he got diagnosed with early onset dementia. That just happened. and, and, And so the whole life just changed. So instead of, you know, she was actually already basically retired, just kind of playing at different jobs that she enjoyed. And she, mm-hmm. his pension's gone, not only gone, but then they have this huge medical bill because they didn't have insurance to cover that. It just, it can happen to anybody and yeah. hopefully it doesn't happen and you don't want it to happen. But what I like to do is looking at how do you give your money more than one job? So how do you set yourself up so that you have protection in place if you need it? But then if yep. you don't, if you don't have the emergency, you still have access to the money. And that's there where you go. That's the, what I like to do is when we can find those wins. Yeah, you got to find the wins. Well, on that note, finding the wins, uh, we're out of time. Why don't you give that phone number and information one more time? Sure, Tony. The number is 719-210-4242. Give Chris and I a call if you're ready to take a look at your whole plan and make sure that you don't have any gaps that are there that you just don't even see. So that number is 719-210-4242. And you can visit our website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio. 
Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.